I, uh, I'm excited about this morning. I'm excited to be anywhere, really. But especially here. I was speaking with Tim earlier, and, and uh, the Lord was just messing with me. I, I, I was, how do I, how do I say this? I knew I had a word, but I didn't know what word I had. Y'all ever get like that? God's going to say something, but you, Lord, what are you saying? And it started in the weekend, and I knew that I would be speaking this morning, and that you always try to be prepared with a word, and God spoke to me on the front this morning. He said, look, idiot, I've been dropping you clues all weekend about what I want you to say. And then the Lord spoke this word to me, Tim. He said, you are in the command center. And it leaped in me. I said, I think I had a dream about the command center. And so I started frantically, not patiently, frantically looking through my notes and my iPad. And the Lord brought me to this dream that I had on the morning of January the 1st, 2021. I've not released this dream to anyone but Dutch, and he had not released it as of yet. But the Lord said, I want you to talk about this dream this morning because it fits for the time that we're in. It's speaking to where we're at this morning concerning Oasis. How many know God has an assignment on this house? Four of you believe me, hallelujah. We just need two or three, that's all we need. Amen, God has an assignment on this house, amen? And he has an assignment on the apostolic leaders of this house for this nation. I remember walking up here a few times back whenever Tim invited us to come and speak and the Lord said, this is America's church. And I thought, wow, that's, that's a heavy statement. It didn't mean everybody in America was watching you or that everyone in America even likes you. <laughs> it means that God has an assignment from this house for this nation. Amen. There, it reminds me of the assignments that were on the early congregational churches in the New England states during the Revolutionary War. They were led by pastors and preachers, I believe apostolic men, that would pull their pistols out and lay them on the pulpit and preach their message and holster them again and take their robes off and under that robe would be a continental uniform and they would lead their men of their congregation out to fight the crown that was oppressing the nation. I believe we're in that day again. I believe we're in a day that God is raising up men, women alike, apostolic leaders that are leading an apostolic company into a new kind of revolution for this nation. And God is rebirthing America, amen? Let me read this dream to you. There's several scenes in this dream. I'll try my best to do this quickly. I've only read it once since 2021 and it was on the front row, so bear with me. So the first scene I was seeing was like news flashes that, would, that you would see in a movie to where they would be bouncing from one news flash or one news channel to another one. 
It was fuzzy, static transitions between the news agencies. I think last Friday night, we talked about breaking up the communication lines of the news cycles of the false voice prophets in our nation, did we not? I believe right now that God is doing that and God is releasing, he's pulling down some of the kingpins that have set themselves up as the voices of the prophets in this nation. We call them news media, but God calls them false prophets. They're spreading lies, they're spreading their agenda, they're trying to convince and are convincing some of the American people that what they're saying is right. Our news source should be Holy Spirit. And anytime you watch anything else, we need to have great discernment of what's coming into our ear gates and our eye gates. There was fuzzy and static transit transmissions put between them. I just declare today that the transmissions between these agencies are going to begin to be fuzzy and static and they will not be able to hear one another well, communicate with one another well, and will actually begin to expose each other and themselves in greater ways in Jesus' name. <clears throat> these news flashes that I was watching were on a huge screen. That screen excuse me, that seemed to hover over all of the nation. I could see different cities and states and the activity that was occurring in these different locations. Some, I could see them simultaneously. It was as if I was in the broadcast walking through the streets as it unfolds. I could see in the top right-hand corner of this very large screen a date and a time and it read high noon, 07 January 2021. Now, if you know anything about those dates, you know that there was a great lie that began to be birthed on that date right after January 20, right after January 6, 2021. I think God is saying to us today that we need to pay attention to that date. And like Dutch spoke on Friday night, we need to go back to the forward. We need to go back to where that begun because there was a lie that was perpetrated upon the people and on the nation that day that set in course a cycle of overthrowing this nation and all that this nation stands for. That day, the seventh, it became blatant. It became in your face. It came to a place that they said, we don't care what you think anymore. We're pulling our council together and we're gonna have a council about this and go through the motions so that we can justify what we're getting ready to do in America. I saw that and I thought maybe this dream was for, for that. I dreamed it the first day of that year, but I know it's for today. The Spirit of the Lord began to speak to me this morning and he said, the attention that's going to be given to this next, and I'll use the word, I'm gonna to try to be very careful about how I say things this morning, but the indictments that have been coming against number 45. 
The Lord gave me a word a couple of months ago and I gave it at our ecclesia in Franklin that all of these indictments that were coming were going to fail and fall apart but one. And I got some confirmation from that on that from uh, someone in, in, in law and they had spoke to me that their intent was not to make these other ones succeed, the one in New York or the one in Georgia or the one in Miami, but it's the one that they're going to bring and soon will bring in D.C. about January 6th. Because they want to bring this thing to a place to keep 45 out of the race. Do you know that? It's not about things that he's done wrong. It's about the way that he has stood in the middle of everything and been solid and not given in, not made a deal, which they have offered him those deals. He has made no deals and he's going to stand because he understands that he is one of the few things that stands between them and us. Now, I'm not promoting a candidate today. Don't get me wrong. I am showing you what is happening in our nation that you know very well, but God started speaking about this on the first day of January 2021 in a dream to me. It's high noon. It's the time that they're bringing out all of the stops and we're gonna begin to see this next thing in DC, their goal is not just to keep him out of the race. I'll tell you what they're going to do. And I feel this is a very prophetic word. Their goal is to find him guilty of treason and they're gonna to wanna to execute him to make a point to anybody else that comes up and stands in their way. Man, that's heavy, that's heavy. You say, well, Greg, you know, he's, the last several have, have fallen through. Part of that plan, family, is to get the church again to relax and say, well, he's got this. Nothing's going to stick. But there is a battle that is coming in the next weeks ahead that is going to be like none that we have ever seen before. And the church is going to have to be stronger than she ever has, more on point and more focused than she ever has. We cannot relax. We cannot start chalking up wins. We have to see this thing through. Amen? So I saw the date there, and at this point in the dream, Dutch appeared in the dream, Jane Hammond appeared in the dream, Randy Lopshire appeared in the dream, and a few other leaders. They stepped out of the shadows of all that was unfolding, and they began to walk together with me through these broadcasts, through these news cycles. One of the greatest things that I think we're gonna have to deal with is the news cycle. How many know words are powerful? Words set things in motion. The enemy uses words just like we use words. Negative words, words that are evil, still work if there's not a counter word from the church to nullify and void out those words. So you've gotta be careful in the weeks ahead what you're saying and what you're yielding to. I think Tim said it Friday night that when you see something on the news channel that is wrong, you stand up and rebuke it in the name of Jesus and declare it will not go forth. 
I remember while I remember we were all amazed and could not believe what we were seeing and walking through. I think that's important, what we were walking through. It was also known in the dream that there was a great presence of strength and courage and there was no fear within us. The things that they're getting ready to launch at us that we must walk through I want to encourage you to have strength. Testing one, two. I want to encourage you to have courage. I want to encourage you that as you're going through it, as an ecclesia, even individually, that we are the dominant force in the earth. Amen. The enemy, he is no longer the prince of this world. Jesus put his foot on his neck when he rose from the dead. And now if he uses anything, it is void, voided authority. He leads a voided kingdom because Jesus is causing the kingdoms of this world to become his through his ecclesia. What we were experiencing, seeing, and viewing in and on these large screens was a lot of chaos. There was a lot of rioting, looting, killing, burning of businesses and property. You say, Greg, we've seen all of that. We ain't seen nothing yet. Did you hear me? We've not seen anything yet. Some of these groups that have been the agitators in some of these types of things in the past are getting ready to come back with a vengeance if the church is relaxed. But we declare today they will not find footing. They will not find their strength. They will fall because they're trusting in horses and chariots. We're trusting in the name of the Lord our God. Amen. They do not get free run or reign over our cities, even cities that seem to be desolate and cities that seem to be run by those that don't mind them being destroyed. We declare that the desolate cities are going to spring forth with life again and revival is going to begin to come from them like never before. And out of ashes, God's going to begin to raise up beauty in this nation. Hallelujah. We saw that the police were being attacked in the dream on a level that we'd never seen in the streets of America. I saw in the dream the National Guard was once again in the streets trying to bring order. We, we then were taken in a flashback on the large screen to New York City. So in this particular set setting in this dream, we were watching things and walking through things in the streets, watching this chaos happen. And then there was a flashback. We were taken way back in time and we were taken back to 2011. You know what happened in 2011? We begin to see those things unfold in the nation. Now, family, let us not be naive. Let us not be people that sit back and say, these things could never happen again. They can, but there's a church in the way. Amen. There is an increase of discernment 
and prophetic insight that God is wanting to release within his ecclesia to begin to see these things before they happen and cause them to be halted to begin to pull down the dark forces that are behind them so that their plans do not go forward. In order for that to happen, you can't just be a praying church. You have to be an apostolic, kingdom-minded, prophetic company that is standing in the gap and on the front line watching, Jesus said watch and pray, didn't he? watching and praying and asking God for those downloads that we need to toward all that the enemy is trying to do. Dutch, at this time in the dream, in this, we were brought back to the 7th of January in the, in the news cycle after seeing all of these other things in the past, being reminded of them, we were very disturbed at what we saw. In the dream, Dutch began to speak into the heavens and he began to say this to the Father. Father, we remind you of your promises that America will be saved from this plot to overthrow her. She will live out her prophetic purpose and your kingdom will advance from her shores. He's talked about that Friday night, did he not? Part of that is from that prophetic word of, of Robert Hunt that he gave over our nation at the beginning of our nation. Randy in the dream began to travail at this point. Jane Hammond in the dream then said to Dutch, what, listen to this, we must get back to the command center. The Lord spoke to me this morning, we're in the command center. Tim was talking earlier about, I think there may be some more meetings coming. I think this dream confirms that today, that out of this house, out of this command center, God is going to begin to release strategy and weapons into the unseen and the seen to begin to cause America to realign with her prophetic purpose. We must get back to the command center and deploy, she said, the ecclesia. They have reassembled and they are awaiting orders. Jane then spoke to me and she said, Greg, have you found the keys? These keys do not, uh, excuse me, these, these keys do not look like other keys. They're very uncommon keys. They're voice activated keys. And I said to her, yes, I see them here laying on the ground in front of me. Then I reached down and I picked up the keys and I put them on a very secure chain that I had around my neck. And when I picked up the keys, I noticed, yes, that these keys were not like any other keys. These keys look like a card type key that you would see in the movies that the president would carry when he would unlock a briefcase that had that little red button in it. These keys were keys to nuclear power. Did y'all hear that? The church is getting ready to release a power, a force within the earth that the enemy will not be able to withstand. 
It says here that I noticed when I picked the keys up, there were 12 of them in number. And on one side of the key was inscribed Psalms 33, 9 to 12. And on the other side was inscribed Psalms 91. I want to read to you Psalms Psalms 33, 9 to 12. Listen to this. For he spoke and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. The Lord nullifies the counsel of the nations. He frustrates the plans of the people. The counsel of all the Lord stands forever. The plans of his heart from generation to generation. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people whom he has chosen for his own inheritance. Inheritance. God has given us keys, family, to cause the counsel of the nations to be nullified. Now, this makes more sense to me today than it ever has in my life because I've been studying some things. One of the things that I've been studying is whenever God at the Tower of Babel divided the nations up and he pretty much divorced humanity. And he said, I'm putting you under lesser Elohims, part of his council. The nations were given to part of the sons of God that were in the council of God. We don't have time to get in all of that today, but they went sour. They went bad. And God said, I'm going to take from one place from a man named Abram. He pulled him out of a idol maker's house. And he said, Abram, you're going to be the man that helps me get the nations back. I'm going to bring seed from you that is going to cause all the nations to come back into my hands. So we're not dealing here with politics. We're not dealing here, family, with uh, bad presidents or bad prime ministers or bad kings or or bad princes. We're dealing with demonic strongholds that are controlling people, that are using people to keep their agenda advancing forward. So as we're going forward and we are executing the judgments of the Lord, Psalms 149, we're not attacking people. We are dealing with these fallen angelic Elohim is the exact word for it. These disembodied spirits that were set over the nations. And Jesus said, I am coming and I am building a government, a kingdom, a church that is going to go into every nation. He was talking about every known nation He sent 70 out. There were 70 nations. He sent 70 out in Luke 19 as a prophetic act of what he was getting ready to do at Pentecost. At Pentecost, every known nation had gathered and they had received Holy Spirit and they were dispersed back into these pagan nations where they lived. And God said, I got seed there now. There's this thing I've been learning about. It's called cosmic geography. And cosmic geography is every place that 
that, that, that Israel moved, it was, it was God's ground, it became God's geography, and God said it was holy ground. And God's saying that I promised this nation to my son. And he said he would have America. So I'm drawing from that family that America is holy ground. There are wicked things that are happening in our nation because wicked people are in charge and wicked people are ruling at the moment. But the Bible says when the wicked rule, the people mourn. But when the righteous rule, the people rejoice. There is some ground that is getting ready to be taken back for the king, namely the United States of America. Not because we want to just be a free people, but because we have a prophetic assignment upon us. Every state has an assignment. Every city has an assignment. Every ecclesia has an assignment to bring forth the kingdom of God like we've never seen it on the earth before. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. I declare today that America is a nation that belongs to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. It doesn't matter what what another president said, what 44 said or 43 said or 41 said. Jesus said America is his and the King's word stands. I dare them stand up and say America is no longer a Christian nation. They have no authority. They have no right. They have no clout in that realm. Their declarations fall at their feet. You know Psalms 91. I won't read that one to you. When I picked those keys up, the scene changed. We were immediately in what was called the command center. I knew in the dream that it was we, it had to do with January 6, 2021. It, the command center, was actually the lower part of the sanctuary of Oasis Church, Middletown, Ohio. It was this area down here that I saw in the dream. The two upper parts of the sanctuary were filled with people praying in the spirit and with the language of angels. The lower part was divided into three parts. In the back left corner of the lower part, there was a station which had all kinds of monitors and computers set up like that you would see when they were getting ready to launch a rocket at NASA. All of those computer screens were set up there and Jane Hammond was in charge of this area of the sanctuary. She was releasing armed drones towards Washington, D.C., Each of these drones had targets they were locked on and I knew that most of the targets were political targets, unrighteous rulers, people that had partnered with the enemy and his agenda, people within the system that had compromised and that had sold America out. These were being eliminated, removed from their offices, and their voices were rendered helpless. I saw as she was managing this part of the sanctuary, she was hitting every target with precision, and these missiles were very stealth. They never saw them coming. Oh, glory to God. The prophetic is going to a stealth level. 
The prophetic is going to a place that we're going to hit every target that God says to launch at. In the front right corner of the lower sanctuary, Tim had many angels gathered. Joanne began to tell me that she saw this the other night. What night was it? Friday night that there were many, many angels gathered around you and you were doing what was in this dream. I didn't realize it until God said, you need to listen to what she said because I'm trying to give you a clue to what to say. Holy Spirit and our wives, amen, sometimes they're the same thing. Yeah, that's right. So Tim was giving them assignments and releasing them to go to different parts of the nations and some into the world. I was well aware of these angels. They were very tall and muscular, some having swords and others had battle axes. They were very tall. They had these axes in their hand, their swords in their hand. Half of them were clothed. uh, Half of them had clothing rather that was purple and they were carrying the swords and the other half were clothed in emerald green and they were carrying battle axes. This time in the sanctuary became very, very busy as Tim was dispersing these angels into the nation and into the world. I think those colors are very significant. I have no idea what they mean, but I think Tim does. You do. You want to say it? I'm taught it here, but of course, the color purple is a government color. Um, whenever I see these angels, the government angels, they have a purple sash or government angels, and they enforce the decrees of the ecclesia. The green are on the, um, uh, and you said battle axes. Uh, I've seen them carry, um, it's like a sledgehammer, and they are the breakthrough angels. So they carry, from the words of the ecclesia, they go out to use that word decree to break up, break out, break through. They are breakthrough. So, you, so that's. Yes, sir. Come on. I was past this note. Uh, what was the date again? 10 to 22. Uh, I preached on voice activated keys. Come on. My Lord. You can't make this stuff up. You prophesied it. Glory. Moving along. We're going to get into this. We're going to decree some of this here in just a few minutes. The third section across the back right to the front left of the lower part of the sanctuary, Dutch along with Clay Nash and Gina Golston and myself were in this section of the sanctuary. Dutch was dressed in a military uniform of a general. The name on the uniform read Dutch Patton. That's better than Dutch Pierce, I guess. I don't know. Dutch Patton. He, you know, you know, General Pat, if you know much about him, he was called Old Blood and Guts. He didn't mind getting in a fight. He didn't mind picking a fight. And he would stay at it and had such strategic warfare mind, a such strategic warfare mind, that he his tank divisions were, were almost unstoppable. 
He, had, he even had a pearl-handled 45 caliber pistol that had engraved on it Isaiah 45. Let me read you something out of there real quick. Isaiah 45, verse one. This is talking about how God is going to use Cyrus. Y'all know who's been compared to a Cyrus. Thus says the Lord, verse one, to Cyrus, his anointed, whom I have taken by the right hand to subdue nations before him and to loose the lion's heart or the heart of kings to open the doors before him so that the gates will not shut. Now, I understand today, you understand that you and I are kings, right? And there is a stirring of the hearts of kings like never before. When we go out on the battlefield, we're not going out as an army in ranks of privates to generals. We're not going that way. We're going out to the battlefield, everyone a king. The angel armies, the host of heaven is the army of God. You are kings. Kings go into battle for two things, to command and to reap spoil. Man, I want to throw something in here. Glory. That's stirring me up. We're not going out to fight for our life. We're going out to fight for purpose. We're going out to fight for destiny. We're going out to reclaim geography that belongs to God. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. We're going to take those nations that have been under the toolage and the oppression of demonic forces. I will go before you and I will make the rough places smooth. Thank you, Lord. We would appreciate that. I will scatter the doors of bronze and cut their iron bars. I will give you treasures of darkness. You see that? Well, we don't want anything to do with darkness. I'll take their treasures. Amen. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. I'll give you the treasures of darkness and the hidden wealth of the secret places so that you may know that it is I, the Lord God of Israel, who calls you by your name. For the Lord's sake of Jacob is servant of Israel, my chosen one. I have also called you by your name. I have given you a title of honor, though you have not known me. There's a level of honor that's coming into the ecclesia and into the nation for our king and for each other. Honor, a culture of honor is a culture of victory. Though you have not known me, I am the Lord and there is no other besides me. There is no God. He's saying that those that are occupying these nations, these nations that are lower uh, Elohim in the scriptures, they are nothing. He said, I'm the only God. Do you agree today? He's the only God. There is no other God. He said, I will gird you. I will, uh, though you have not known me, that men may know from the rising to the setting of the sun that there is no one beside me. I am the Lord and there is no other. The one forming light and creating darkness, causing well-being and creating calamity. I am the Lord who does all these things. 
He's the God of peace and he's the God of chaos. Oh, hallelujah. He's the God of settling and he's the God of shaking. And he's shaking the nations. And everything that can be shaken will be shaken. But the writer of Hebrews tells you and I that we have been given a kingdom that cannot be shaken. We're not operating from the shaking. We are standing in that which is provoking the shaking. Ah, glory to God. I just don't know if I can take much more. I got to move on. There would be times, let me, oh, at each end of this section, there was a small room in this back corner. Each room had a recliner in it, very nice. It had a deep well in the middle of the room. There was a deep well in the sanctuary, in the, in the middle room. And these rooms that were in that corner of the sanctuary had yellow legal pads that sat on top of small tables besides these chairs. And the room on the upper right or the right side was a room that Gina went in and and there was an adjacent room that Clay would go in. There would be times that Dutch would receive a call on a phone that he had in his pocket and it would be fort number 45. After hanging up from the call, Dutch would tell either Clay or Gina, go to your room. You can see Dutch doing that, can't you? When they went into the room, they would, they would get a drink of water from the well that was in their room and they would sit in the recliner and they would begin to write. I believe they were dreaming. They then would bring what they wrote out to Dutch. Each paper was signed by the one that wrote it. And when they handed to him, every paper, however, had it, it, every paper had the date January the 6th written on it. Family, we've got to pay attention to what happened then and what's getting ready to happen because of it. Dutch would read it, then he'd pull out his pistol and he'd fire it in a certain direction. And in doing so, he hit the target, he hit a target for number 45 that was identified by what was written on the papers. Dreaming's coming to another level. I know that the keys that we found in the other scene enabled Dutch to fire this Isaiah 45 caliber pistol. Each time Dutch would hit a target, he would give me boxes and boxes of medals that were bronze star medals. I would then go and begin to distribute one of these bronze star medals to each person that was in the upper parts of the sanctuary. And I know it happened seven times throughout this dream. I had to look up what a bronze star medal was. Here's what a bronze star medal is. The bronze star medal is a United States Armed Forces decoration award to members of the United States Armed Forces to either heroic activity, heroic service, uh, metris advancements, or metris service in combat. I think the church as a whole, not just the five-fold ministry, is getting ready to see a mantle of heroes come upon them. Hallelujah. Come on. Wow. Heroes. I can remember that each moving part of the room, the lower sanctuary, was flowing together as it was on one great assignment as the command center. 
Then we begin to hear sounds of shouting erupting from the lower part and the upper part of the sanctuary. Things begin to calm a little and we knew that we had that we knew that all we had been assigned to do to claim was now being broadcast on the big screens earlier in the dream that we had seen. So everything that we were assigned to do was being accomplished and the news outlets were no longer fuzzy and static. They were having to broadcast the victories of the heroic church. <laughs> Hallelujah. It was at this point that number 45 appeared on the appeared in the dream and he, he was on the platform here in front of the sanctuary and he had a medal in his hand and as he walked out, he called Dutch to the stage and he pitched him the medal. Not throwing it at him, but he pitched it to him as a friend would pitch something to a friend with a gesture of appreciation and affection. Dutch caught the medal. It was a medal of freedom. My Lord. Dutch and number 45 looked at each other with a knowing of what had been done, what had been accomplished was from the efforts of both into the dream. There is a battle that lies ahead of us, family, that we've not fought, that we've not been that way, but we are well prepared. We are equipped. Dreaming is going to another level. God speaks in dreams. We know that. The prophetic is going to another level. Angel activity is going to another level. The apostolic stewardship of the ecclesia is going to another level. There's a heroic presence that is arising on each member of God's remnant church that we will not love our lives even unto death. Yes, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony, but we gotta get in the last part of that to where we do not love our lives even unto death. Heroic, I decree over you that that heroic mantle is stirring and coming upon you that you will not be afraid of what you see or what you hear. You'll not be afraid of the terror by night. You'll not be afraid of the enemy's accusations. You'll not be afraid of the arrows at noonday. You will stand in the rampart that God has called you to stand in and with your eyes only you will behold and see the reward of the wicked. The reward of the wicked is defeat. It is slaughter. It is being trampled under the foot of the ecclesia. Heroes are going to be more common than cowards in this next advancement of the ecclesia towards the redemption of this nation. God is saving our nation. Tim, I believe with all of my heart that this house is a command center. I believe with all of my heart that this house, in some aspects, is America's church. Where the remnant gathers to release all of God's will and wrath upon the wicked. I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about evil spirits, demonic entities, principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places to release the wrath of God 
upon them through his remnant ecclesia. God's not going to be able to do this in the earth without one. The church for many decades has been like David's brothers, hide behind rocks and hugging their tents and, and saying, is there anybody that can save us from this uncircumcised Philistine? And David said, is there, is there not a cause? Dutch touched it beautifully on Friday night. That giant was an idiot. He showed up on David's land, which gave David legal right to evict him headless. Y'all missed that one. That was a good place to throw something. Amen. The enemy has showed up on a spot of land that was dedicated to the advancement of the kingdom of God. And he's been using it for decades to advance darkness. I decree today darkness is on call. We are calling it out and we are decreeing that no more will darkness advance its agenda from this nation. But life will come from America. Love will come from America. Godliness and righteousness will be established and we will sing Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. The King of glory walks and lives and moves to the nation of America. God's not done with us, family. He's not done with this nation. He's raising up heroes, righteous men and women to run for office to say, I put my hat in the ring, bless God, and I'm gonna do everything I can to fight. There's a spirit of fight coming in the church. There's a spirit of no more laying down, no more hiding, being brought up into the church and bringing us into a place that we are ready. Family, we're ready. We were built for this moment. We have been trained for this time. No longer in theory, but in action we'll go and we will conquer the enemy in the name of the Lord our God. Hallelujah. I want to pray into this. Tim, would you help me, brother? I know you've got things you might like to release. And Anybody else you want to bring up? Would y'all stand to your feet? It's hard to pray. Sitting. We're going to stand and pray. And we're going to watch and pray. Some of you are going to see and hear. God's going to increase you. It's not about those that stand here. It's about all of you going where God has called you to in your sphere of influence and releasing God's kingdom where he has called you. It's not about the decree only. It's not about the prophetic word only. It's about the walking out and the standing after doing all to stand. Amen? So Father, today we thank you. We thank you for this command center. We bless this command center. We bless all that you are gathering here and all that you're sending out from here. And out of every command center around this nation, Father, we thank you for the things that you are aligning, you are preparing, you are, you are releasing together here to be sent out of here. So Lord, we call today blessing upon this house. We decree today that from this house, Lord God, there are prophetic strategies, there are dreams that are coming forth, there are missiles that are being sent, there are, there are arrows that are being shot from this place into places of darkness 
darkness because Father, even darkness, thinks it owns it, but it does not. You own darkness. You're the one that spoils darkness. You're the God of the night just as much as you are the God of the day. You are God over all created things now. Through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, there is no more prince and power of the air. There is no more evil occupying the second heaven. You are Lord over all created things. For everything was created by you and it was created for you. And we declare today that humanity's permission for evil to stay afoot in this nation is revoked. And Father, we decree stronger than ever our partnership with you. You are the King of glory. You are the Lord God Almighty. And Father, we thank you that strategy is coming. Your angels are not only in the house, they're encamped around about this command center. So Lord, gather that which you, you want to gather here. Send from this place that which you desire to send. And Lord, linking up with others. We know we're not the only ones, Lord. There are many others. But Lord, cause everything to move with precision. We give you glory. We give you honor today. And we give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. A while back, I had a vision of this house, and I've gone over it. It's so much of what Brother Greg just talked about, I've preached in other forms. But, and it's one of the reasons why I, I went to Washington, D.C. to proclaim prophetic words that had been downloaded here uh, and did that a couple of different times and many of you watched those but in this particular vision I saw missiles that were shot from this house of course this not this is spiritual it's not real but Holy Spirit said they are word missiles they are word missiles that will go and strike the mark. I believe that is a, a call of God upon us that from here, word missiles will be shot against strongholds of darkness. And uh, some of the prophetic words that I went to DC and read, I believe now are in their moment. and. You remember the shaking prophecy that I gave in last year, I ended uh, the into the summer, or went into the summer from early spring with 54 days of shaking. So I was, we've been prophesying all of this into a reset moment. And a part of, if you haven't heard Friday night, the prophetic word the Lord gave me was that June, July, and all, the next three months would lead us to a reset. And we heard in a dream from Gina and what Dutch shared, it would be a shaking that brings a reset of some sort.
And I believe the shaking prophecy that I saw about a year and a half ago, I'm going to have to revisit all this. It's why you have to go back over it and over and over because the Holy Spirit, as we said in an ecclesia, the Holy Spirit will give wisdom from the heart of God. And he will take a piece of the prophecy and he'll blend the dream, he'll blend the vision, and then he'll bring another dream and a vision and he puts it all together. Holy Spirit's putting some things together. And I believe that from these visions and dreams and the putting together, God is speaking to us to win a, a great victory in this nation and to turn it. And I heard at the end of, of, the, of the prophetic word that it would be a change of history. I believe history is changing. But word missiles are going to come from this command sender. And as he said, we're not the only one, but, but we are one. We are one. And that's why the, the angels are present. I think that's why 15 years ago, Holy Spirit began to download angel armies to me. And now I have 12 different divisions. This man prophesied a year or so ago that the seraphim would, would come. That God would give us a seraphim, the highest ranking of angels. That seraphim handed me keys. Remember, he showed me a sheet of paper. And I said, I can't read it because it's written upside down and backwards. He says, because you don't have these. And it was keys. And he said, they're voice activated. And then we heard what you... Voice activated keys. Missiles are going to go strike the mark. So, Lord, we accept the assignment. We accept, Lord, the revelation, the enlightenment of what you are downloading to us to steward as an ecclesia for you. Voice-activated keys and, and releasing the Chamberlain anointing that unlocks every door. Keys to every door, every door. There's no door to this nation that we don't have the key to. Bring the apostles, the prophets, to help steward what you are saying. Command forward, command forward from the command center. Command forward, command forward from the command center. Speak, Holy Spirit. Tim, when I walked down, I heard the Lord say to give you this word. There are three strategic trips to D.C. that you need to make. And each time you go, you're going to paint the target. And as you paint the target, you'll come home and release a missile from here to hit the target. I leaned over to Carol, I don't know when, last Sunday maybe? I said, I got to go back to D.C., I'm telling you, from Friday tonight, you just absolutely can't make this up. Holy Spirit is lining it up, giving the assignments to take out entrenched enemy strongholds and reset a nation. He has been saying for 
the last couple of years, America shall be saved. He never lies. He never lies. He never lies. He's going to do exactly what he said. He's going to do it. He's putting together the assignment. He's putting together the, the strategies. He's bringing the angel armies. He's bringing the anointing and outpourings of heaven. He's going to shift things. In Jesus' name, hallelujah.